And we're recording. Welcome to the DQ&Q Lifestyle Podcast with me, Marcus. And today we're going to talk about lack of empathy and callousness. Do we know what these mean? Because I didn't. They said you're callous. Only callous I knew is the ones that you get on your fingers, like on your palms, sorry. Like where your palms meet your fingers that you get from training. Something you're callous, like... Callous, all these words, rumination, callous, like, erratic, like, yeah, so, you broke it down for me, this is over weeks, everything I'm telling you about is not in one session, it's over weeks, it's not just always on me, like I said, there's up to 10 people in the group, 10 convicts, 10 prisoners in the group, yeah, so, what I began to realise is, oh, so callousness is the opposite of empathy, like you've got your callous, you've got no, you just, you don't care, in a sense, you are, like you're hardened, because callous, callous means like hardened, I'm, I'm guessing that, I looked it up, so you're hardened to feelings, you, you're basically like feeling this, you're emotionless, like you don't have that thing that stops you from doing something horrible to someone, or, yeah, in a nutshell, and lack of empathy is, empathy is being able to put yourself in people's shoes like looking at life through their eyes through like their experience that they're describing to you where sympathy is like seeing that somebody has got it hard and sympathizing like oh you know and you know being like that towards them but empathy is like them saying i've got no money i've got nowhere to go where you're like oh fucking hell love that's tough isn't it but being putting yourself in their shoes and thinking whoa no food like You've got nowhere to go. Like, like take it stripping away your own. So imagine, like, imagining that you've got no food. You've got nowhere to go. Like, you know, just so that when I'm seeing my um, people on my caseload and they're telling me this, like, I could just be, like, sympathising with them and knowing that I'm going to go home to food and I've got somewhere to go. And if I couldn't go to... That house could go to that house, could go to that house. Could, do you know what I mean? There's like options. I do have some form of option. There's some people out there who've got no option. And understanding that and thinking, whoa, what would you do? Like, you've got nowhere to turn, you have nothing. And not just like the practical side, like the feelings, like the saying. So, when people, so it's easy to empathize. I didn't know what I was feeling. So, I'm going to come down to feelings, and I haven't really spoke about feelings and emotions for a bit. And a couple of pods but that's what it's all about it'll always come down to feelings and emotions and understanding those and being able to cope differently when these feelings come up and not doing the same reactionary stuff being responsive I'll always say the same stuff because it is the same stuff um, and this is what I believe should be taught in schools and not that magma is lava when it's underground <laughs> that's a meme that I've seen and it just resonated differently because it is just that's the kind of daft stuff that you learn that means nothing means nothing at all especially when you're like an english guy like which mountain where what fucking lava what like who cares if i never ever knew what lava was if you never because i never see it you know no one should really see lava like if lava's coming it's peak you need to get out of there you know the ones anyway <laughs> um hair fever's not as bad today but you know still the ball i think it's gonna be a tough year tough summer anyway um, empathy so I began to realise oh so I didn't know what I was feeling so if I didn't know what I was feeling I wouldn't really know what other people are feeling 
I also began to be, understand what I'm feeling. The first couple of feelings that I uncovered and I thought I would fix, this was like after like three months or something of being under therapy, I realised when I was angry and or annoyed. And I was like, boom, I'm like thinking, yo, like I was buzzing when I realised like that this these physical sensations and this like, thinking pattern is anger. Oh, sorry, annoyance. That's not, not anger and annoyance. Annoyance and frustration. Annoyance is anger. <coughs> we can become like frustration, generally like the imagine like a um roller coaster and uh, when it pulls you up let's get to the top. That's the frustration as we get to like the top and then like boom when it free falls. That's when we're free falling in anger or annoyance if someone's annoying you. So I'd say the feeling or annoying frustration and annoyance but the emotion is anger so it's all the same but feelings spread out more and there's only so many emotions um, it's easier if you look at a child children rather happy sad angry or scared and that's it that's it and then they begin as life because life is just hard from when you're a kid you start to develop more like you like you're not, you don't worry really as a child that comes later on because you've got forward thinking so you're worrying about what's to come like a child doesn't really worry about what's to come do you know what I mean it's all, it's all what's happening now they react, they react to what's going on now they're always in the here and now and we will talk about the here and now and that is a powerful tool if you've read um, The Power of Now then you'll have some kind of understanding of the here and now now it's separate it's different things but it's similar as well but a better book than The Power of Now is the power of now is blue, but then there's another one, same same uh, author Eckhart Tolle or Tolle. Um, it's an orange book, and it's called How to Use the Power of Now. Now I th- I asked for the power of now when I was in prison, and I got sent the orange one, and I didn't know it was a different. And then someone comes and says, "No, this isn't the right one." Like, and then he brought his blue one down, but the first few pages of the power of, of my orange one, the using the power of now or how to use the power of now. <coughs> um. It says basically the power of I think mine have come out recently or in in, in close years more recent years and the power have not been out a while a long time and they're saying as much as it went to number one as much as this that and the other no one knew how to use it people knew what it was but when it's that also how do you people are like, oh, I don't really I don't know nobody knew how to use it really so it come out with the orange one the how to use the power of now or something or using the power of now or harnessing the power of now um, and that describes it. That tells you how to use it. Um, and that was a decent tool in that, like, observing yourself. Like, not just being, not thinking that you are your thoughts. Seeing that your thoughts are just there, like, you're you, and your thoughts just come and go like a bus. Like, the bus stop's just a bus stop. And the bus just comes, which is the thought, or the feeling, what he talks about thoughts, and then the bus goes. But the bus stop still is do you know what I mean? And it's just like observing that. So it's like, you'll be able, you're just able to stand back and just observe these buses to come up and go, like, what you're thinking, how you think. Like, when someone says something to you, like, what's the means, what do you start thinking? But not embodying the thought. Like, just observing the thought. Like, he's a fucking prick. What did you say that to me for? It's almost funny. It's almost funny. Like, when you're observing what you're thinking rather than, he's a fucking prick. What are you talking to me like that for? Do you know what I mean? Like, as soon as, you just, as, soon as the thought comes in your mind, you become it. Like, do you know what I mean? But it teaches you to 
step back from the mind and observe what's going on in the mind. <coughs> so it's quite good that that came about while I was there. Uh, so yeah, cop that book. Um, how to use a power, it's orange. This should be this one, the blue one's the main one and the orange one, or if there is two, get the more recent one, because uh, it's more, uh, I think there's less knowledge possibly, because I don't think they're much, it's much bigger. I don't think it's even bigger than the original, but it tells you how to use it. Anyway, um, so a child's always in the here and now, and that's something that they teach you on the TC, to be in the here and now, not to be worrying about what's to come, you know, not to be latching on to the past, like just the here and now. Like today I was on a phone call trying to get through to something, fuck, you know, then finally got through after like 40 minutes. He goes, oh, we can't really do now. Yeah, take this number. Didn't even have the number because you have to Google it. <laughs> Google, he got another number. I'm on the phone for time again, 20 odd minutes. And I swear, yeah, I'm going to start doing some like little mini vlog, uh, mini pods. Um, and call me little rants. I might just do some little Instagram videos or whatever. Um, but I've got a theory that on top of all the, like, one of the things anyway, that's making us more, I mean, health decline more these days, yeah? I'm going to put it down. Put, not, not it fully down, but I think this is in the mix. I don't remember growing up, yeah, and my mum having to sit on the phone for just hours and hours and hours. Like, when I was young. Ring up, eventually get through, or you just ring up again, you get through, you're talking to somebody, some some person, and it gets dealt with. Now, it's just ring, 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 ring. You're speaking to a machine or something, or you got to press this number, press that, it's taking ages for them to tell you, like, only, like, four or five options, but it takes ages for the thing to say it. You've half missed it because you've half daydreamed because it took so fucking long. You gotta listen to it all again. Miss it again, gotta listen to it all. This, this is my process anyway. And then, like, it's ringing for time or it's asking you, like, what's the postcode? You're like, fucking hell. You know, BZ12. Did you say SS2? No, I didn't say SS2. It's a BZ12. Who put you on to operator? Yes! Put me on to a fucking operator, please. You know what I mean? Like, it's just long and it's just all anxiety driven. Like, I never really wanted to ring these things up. Because it's just a fucking long thing. Like, for now, it's like, I don't even really need that much. And in the end, at the time as well, I'd all just get frustrated to death. And it'd proper burn me. Like, I'd feel like they've done me over. I'd literally feel hurt. So I'm feeling, like, frustrated, rejected and hurt. Like, they've actually done something to me. Because in the end, it's like, oh, we can't do this. I'd start kicking off and this and that. It's, it's daft kicking off at, like, a person on the... Just a caller. Because if I had that job, I don't know that, like, Steve's flipping... <laughs> I don't know, fingers flooded. I was sat there at work like, yeah, that's a funny one, that's Sue. Yeah, all right, got a call coming through. Uh, hello, Marcus speaking. And someone guy's going off sick. I've been waiting, this and that. Okay, so, like, you know, know what I mean? I'm a bit upset. Like, I'm, you know I mean, I'm starting to get annoyed at work now. They've, like, making me work through my dinner. Here, do you know what I mean? I've got to have my dinner half an hour late. I'm starving. He's kicking off and it's like, what? Like, okay. And he's like, can you do something? It's like, well, we need to put you, get your reference number. He's like, I ain't got a reference number. Fruit letter away. Well, there's nothing we can do, sir. Do you know I mean? Steve, I don't know you, kid. Do you know what I mean? And the way that I can access my computer is I've got to put that reference in to get to the next screen. You know, the one's there. So, yeah. So, I just kick off at him anyway. Um, so, yeah, even like the therapist just allow me to like, just just use life. Just uh, uh, just get through life a bit easier. I've got people that help me as well. Like, I'll be like, oh, I need to do this. And they'll be like, oh, let me do it. Because they're just, they've been doing it for time. Then it's adept at doing this. You've been doing it for 15, 20 years, but I've just started doing it. I never used to ring anybody really. Um, what else? Yeah. 
so yeah so when i found out about like annoyance and frustration i thought i clocked the therapy i've been there about two three months i thought yo gone clear here brother you know what i mean i was proper happy you should see me steaming around the fucking wing and that like yo and you know it's like boom because i just felt like i was always but then it's like it goes deeper than that because anger is a secondary emotion generally we'll feel something else first and then we translate we transmute we turn it into anger i think i spoke about it before so I won't go into it too much now because this is lack of empathy and callousness. So I spoke about having some neglects growing up. And when you are neglected, you don't feel cared for. So going into what I was saying last time on the last pod about needs, my love and belonging needs weren't met. So I'm feeling neglected. If you're not feeling loved or cared for, you're feeling uncared for, which is neglect. So not just like, this physical, I was never physically neglected, like, I was always clean, always clean clothes, um, food was generally there, when I'm saying like there's no food, I'm saying like the odd meal, do you know what I mean, because mum's drunk, she can't be asked. and really and truly, I should have been able to, but because I was like babied so much, and I had like this entitlement, I just wouldn't cook, do you know what I mean, so I go like, well give me some money then, and I go to Imran's, or I go buy some crunchy nut cornflakes, like I've ate like a lot of cereal growing up, do you know what I mean, but I could have really just thrown some fucking turkey dinosaurs, or whatever, dirty things in the fucking, in the fridge, uh, in the in the fridge, in the oven, and that's it. I could have eaten. Oh gosh, hay fever is killing me, brother. Keeping me up at night, and also training. Started training again. I've been back a week now. Yeah, going dedicate like been about five times in the past like eight days or something. Yeah, maybe no. Yeah, about five times, and it's keeping. Me. It's not keeping me up. It's waking me up. Like it's not even doms. The only thing that are doming hard. Are my calves, my calves have been dumbing full blownly for like a week. Didn't matter about a week ago, like that's about a week ago anyway. Forget what date is, didn't matter a week ago, and it's like they're still killing, like, like they, should, they shouldn't really be killing like this. They should be like at like five, ten percent, they're still like 80. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, um, it's keeping me awake, so yeah, so don't watch the yarning, we are yarn, air fever. And then my body's just waking up because of the training. Probably late night training as well. So I go late, go pure gym in it. So I can go anytime. And me, I go anytime. Um, maybe not refueling properly as well. <coughs> not on the protein shake yet. So I am going to get, I was watching something earlier on YouTube. I thought, you know what, what am I doing? I've got bare protein. Get the fucking protein in your kid. You know what I mean? So protein, protein's going in me. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, so we start to perceive this neglect and be, and when you start to feel or see that you're, nobody cares, you begin to not care. So it's that learnt behaviour, isn't it? So they don't care about me, so I don't care about them. And then becomes everyone that displays neglect. So it's the neglect that's shown at one point. So the neglect becomes a feeling. So I feel neglected now, <laughs> which leads me to feel sad. <coughs> and I'll be worried because um, if it's coming up as well, like if, if I think neglect's coming, do you know what I mean? Um, which is the scared emotion, do you know what I mean? The feeling of being worried, it's a scared emotion. <coughs> and yeah, 
Apologies, I'm just trying to keep the pods going. So I should really be making sure that I'm fully fit and whatever they do. Like, I'm not ill, it's just a fucking... We got kind of bad hair fever. All hair fever is your immune system kicking in to try and... Uh, it thinks it's, it's got an infection. So when it's bad like mine has been, my body really thinks it's ill. You know what I mean? So it's got all the... It's not ill. Like, there's nothing in there. There's no... It's just fucking hair fever. Do you know what I mean? And uh, so this is pollen. So my body's responding. So I've got, like, I haven't got the feeling. I was doing this to my uh, my manager the other day. I'm explaining, like, I haven't got the feeling of, normally when you're ill, you get a feeling of illness. And then you get the feeling of, like, the, the, the immune system kicking in. But you don't know because it's all part and parcel. But I'm not getting the f- ill feeling. But I'm getting this other feeling that makes me feel like I'm ill, but I'm not ill. So it's like, oh, I start thinking, oh, that must be the immune system. Anyway, Google it and it is the fucking immune system, do you know what I mean, kicking in. So that's why I f- almost feel ill, but I don't feel ill. Because it's ill, it, like, the negative side first and then your body starts to recover. I haven't got the negative side, I've just got the fucking recovery side kicking in. <coughs> and the hair was triggering like my asthma, like I said last time. Anyway, so then when the feeling's coming, so that's when, the, like, the uh, callousness and from the lack of empathy starts to come out. Forget the lack of empathy, the callousness starts to come out from not being cared for. Because those feelings, when the feelings come in and we don't know how, I didn't know how I was feeling. When I feel like that around, among, amongst other people, that's everybody now. Anybody that I feel neglected about, my callousness will kick in. Do you know what I mean? And it's easier to tap into. So when I was saying to before about the, um, uh, the gangsters one, gangster tourists. <coughs> When I was talking about the gangster tourists, they will have the same thing. So they felt neglected. So when I was saying I, I get it, but I don't get it. Because this is the bit that I get, which makes me truly get it, fully get it. Like, But I was busting joke and stuff with the gangster tourists one and like, because they've got all the um, basic needs met. They've got a house, they've got this, they've got that. Um, like my house, my parents' house, you know, they've got clothes. They've got food, they've got water, they've got everything. All the physiological needs is like sorted. Do you know what I mean? Um, even financially secure, because they've got jobs. They don't really need to get jobs, but they're going to get jobs because the family's pestered because they've drug dealing or family's got good jobs and they in nice areas and that. Got ed- access to her, uh, good education. <coughs> but then this is the bit that makes them susceptible to being the new gangsters up in these bad areas or, or in these good areas, sorry, because they felt neglected for whatever reason. And we can't say we don't understand because rich or poor, everybody's on their phones. Everybody's on the phones, a lot of single like mums, not, not blaming the mums, it could even be the dads as well, but I'm just going to go off my observations, a lot of single mums, they need partners as well, they're single, everybody's looking for love, like love and belonging, and uh, possibly looking for, probably, possibly just chatting to friends and that, because that's how it is now, we don't really see people that much, and they are in the house, not out of the house, that was one of my mum's excuses, like, I'm not at the pub, like she was going to the pub before when she was alright, but then when she's got bad, 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 like mentally, she stayed at home and drank at home, so the drinking was all the time, it's not like, it's all right if your parents just drink when they go to the pub. Because then it's like they're only drinking here and there because it's just going to the pub here and there. So when they're at home, they're sober. But then if they're going to the pub all the time, that means they're always drunk. Or if they drink at home, then they're always going to be drunk as well because they drink at home, then they're always at home. So it's just excess, uh, excess we're talking about there, excessiveness. Do you know what I mean? Um, which is gluttony. That's one of the seven deadly sins, eh? Hello. Um, so yeah. So it's just the same with the phones, on it all the time, kids feeling like, whatever, could be whatever. 
They might not even be on the phones. They might feel neglected because everyone's got the new cuddle, the new fucking Fortnite, and they haven't. Do you know what I mean? Because you say, wait till Christmas. It's only fucking four months away. Like, oh, no, da, 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 da. I start to feel neglected. Do you know what I mean? If we're not helping them process these things and talking to them, do you know what I mean? It needs to happen from a child, from young. Talk to your kids like an adult and not a child. Do you know what I mean? And um, working with them and not against them and trying to force them to do stuff that they don't want to do. Because then when they get to the older stages and this hormones kicking in the teenagers, it's just bare more, it's like rebellion, you know what I mean? But anyway, <coughs> so that's the carelessness. So when it comes to going to the roads, that's why I was, weren't too bad because I had it there in me. Like there's some men that are on the roads, that it's mad that they're on the roads because you think, you're too soft. Like you want to spare people, you've got mercy in that way. Mercy don't live here, bro. This is a straight gigs gang. Spare no one. Like everyone's getting it. This is the get everybody gang, get anybody gang. You know the ones there? And uh, giggity. Yeah. So that's callousness. Lack of empathy. Empathy, I think needs to be taught. Like you need to be able to like, have these conversations with your kids of putting them in that situation, like mentally putting them in that situation, like think about not having this, not having that, do you know what I mean? It's, a, it's something that has to be taught. Maybe it doesn't, maybe it can come natural to some people. Sympathy does. Sympathy does. But then again, we don't know if it's real sympathy or not because people sympathise around us all the time. But sympathy means nothing. Because you can be as sympathetic as you like. If you're super sympathetic, then you're sad all the time because you're sad for everybody's stuff. Do you know what I mean? It can be the same for empathy as well. Because people high in empathy. They're like those on fire from Economa. But yeah. So people that are high in empathy are very empathetic or empathic can be always down as well because they're always looking through someone else's eyes like fucking other like that poor kid jeez now when you hear something on that like you know you read in the news and that like when some mad stuff happens to some kids or even like listen adults happen though like someone's being killed or run over or they're going through this or even if it's not happened to that person if not in that person's uh, who the things happen to like the secondary victims which is the family of the person so just say someone's been run over, they're the first victim, the primary victim, and then the f- person's family that's got to go around to the uh, hospital all the time, you know, they're thinking, what the fuck's happened to my child, do you know what I mean, or my whatever, like, like they're going to do this and do that, and they're probably going to look after the kids and stuff, but then just go to the hospital and make sure this and that's done, and, you know, make decisions on flipping surgeries and this and next steps and da da da, like, there's a lot going on, there's the third, which is probably the kids or the friends of the person or the family of the secondary, do you know what I mean, so there's a lot of victims going on. So if you're always in someone else's thing, like, fucking oh, okay, no, yeah. It's like, it's something you have to turn off because my, like, empathy was on hard up there on that TC, like, when it finally came. How did it come about? It was just from being sat in the groups. It was from being sat in the groups. Yeah? So this is group learning, yeah? So this is group shit. Um, and this is one of the beneficial things, uh, Google it. This is one of the beneficial things of group therapy. So you're just picking up new, like, because it becomes, a, 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 you're picking up new cultures if it's got a good culture, healthy culture. You're picking up good cultures and good, um, you know, you're picking up morals from there, like how to do things, you're picking up like little tools and that. It's all learned behaviour. Do you know what I mean? Especially if you're like feeling connected to that group, therefore feeling respected, feeling that love and belonging. So you're getting that like, that third and fourth need met that I was talking last week. And even that secondary need, if you feel safe in it. But there'll be times when you don't feel safe because you're feeling attacked of what they're saying because they're challenging your narrative. Now, they might just be saying, but what makes you think that? 
And you can't believe they said that. Do you know what I mean? It's like, whoa, like, what do you mean? Like, I was told. So you, now you're feeling attacked, do you know what I mean? But once you start learning these healthy behaviours, rather than want to duke it out lyrically with them, like, what do you mean? Like, want to switch it back? Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I just told you, like, and start getting mad. You'll start to scrap to explain why it's that and to show your worth in terms of your understanding and why you think that. Or how you'd ask them just some question like, oh, well, well, why would, would you think like that? And they'll be like, oh, no, because of... And it's giving you food for thought to think, oh, right, that's the way to think about it. So then that pathway that you've got with it, you've like discarded it and you've made a new pathway, their pathway, like, oh, that's how you think about it. And you constantly think about this thing like that. So that, even, that just fades away. Because if you don't use it, you lose it. So you're constantly making and then you're borrowing new pathways. Like an irrigated field, my lad. You know, in the, in the, in the farmer boy there. Hey, look, hey, my name's Farmer Yardy. And I like to party. Rolling with my spliff. Won't you take them that? Like, run, rabbit, run. What was his name, that? Deneo. Oh, you guys are too. You, hey. You know, Farmer Yardy was Deneo's little alter ego thing. On some tune, like, bounce, but bounce with it. Mr. Fidget, get with it. Or something. Mr. Fidget, get with it. I don't feel called Mr. Fidget as well. <coughs> anyway so yeah so then you start like making like from like a strand of hair to like a twig to a branch to a fucking tree trunk to a tree you get me like full blown thick um, connection neural pathway so you start thinking about it the new way do you know what I mean and you start like fighting to get better once you get over that hill of like all your bullshit and you start lightening your load of all your past negative stuff and all your negative behaviours and all your negative friends and how they go off and all your family, all the negativity that you do that you don't even realise negative. Because everyone does it, you think it's normal. Do you know what I mean? But the fact that you're always, and you're always feeling sad and all this and that, you miss completely that that is negative. Being angry all the time or frustrated or sad all the time, that's all negative. Like, you don't understand that your life's all negative because you're around all negative people because everyone else does the same. It's very rare that you find someone that's just sat there just completely serene and enlightened. Amongst a bunch of people that are just, yeah, yeah, and I'll fucking bang you, fucking dickhead. I mean, da, 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 da. What, where are you? Da, 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 da. I get the thing now. Da, da, da. Like, forget all that. Forget all that. Forget all that. And that's another thing as well, just to touch on it quickly. I don't want to make this like a religious thing. But when I completed the therapy now, I've gone back to like religion, Muslim, Islam, should I say, these times now, I got it more. Where it was just kind of words before and it kind of hit a little bit. That's obviously why I reverted. But once I'd done the TC and I'd discarded all that info, made all that headway within myself and introspection and just understood myself in a different way, different level. And when I started reading these texts now, I'm thinking, rah. Because throughout, I've been reading counselling literature and like the origin of counselling and how counselling's got its... Um, Roots in the church, not just the church, because it, it was saying the church because it was Western. It was Sigmund Freud. Where it came from from like a Europe. The church is like European kind of thing. So obviously from the synagogues, from the churches, from the uh, mosques, from the is it synagogue? Is that the Jewish one? Yeah, and others. <coughs> That's where people went for sound advice. Don't go to their little divvy mates. They just chat absolute nonsense and just make it out like you're an idiot for wanting to do some the better, the right. Do you know what I mean? For you to seek higher things, you would go to someone that's you trust and that's you know what I mean. 
So understanding that and then all so much time later coming back to the text and that and getting back on Dean. Dean's what you like call what it's like religion in Arabic or something. So getting back on the Dean now, it was like got it on a different level. Just understood it on a different level. Like understood what they were trying to say, understand the reasoning for doing certain things. Like because on within therapy and within counselling, it's not you're not just like learning to like you're listening, it's it's all weird. So somebody can say something, but they're displaying a different behaviour. So it's the behaviour that speaks louder than the words. It's being able to take people for face value for what they're saying and not just always assuming they're chatting shit. Because that's my stuff that's making me think that, that I can't trust no one because my trust issues. So when you've got someone in your life that's always like, oh, they're chatting shit, oh, they're not this, that's their stuff, that's their trust, trust issues. Now the person might be lying, but you have to think to yourself, <clears throat> as long as you don't put yourself in a situation where you will be negatively impacted if this person is lying, then to believe that person, what does it mean to you? Because you're not going to lose out. Because then it's starting to weigh up these things like, oh, okay, so I can listen to this person, or I can understand what they're saying, and I can hear what they're saying, and they're saying this, so I'll believe that for now. Because at the end of the day, whether they're right or wrong, it doesn't affect me. It's probably another reason why I like conspiracy in that, but I don't even care, because whether it is that or it isn't that, it doesn't affect me. Like, it'll always be what it'll be. So if I think, yeah, whatever that conspiracy may be, if I think, yeah, that's how it is, and da 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 tomorrow I'm still going to work, and I'm still doing this, and the interest rates are still going up, and blah, 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 blah. Because he lives still there. Now, if I don't believe that one bit, and I'm a sheep or whatever, and I'm thinking this, this, that, the other, same thing, same thing, I'm still going to work, I'm still this and that, interest rates still going up. Like, what does it matter? Do you know what I mean? Like, however I chase my tail, what does it even mean? Anyway, so I think from that, it's of sitting in the groups and listening to people's stories. And then, I'm, then so someone had regret, like, give us a story, a deep story. The man suffered some abuse or something, some physical or sexual abuse as a child, you know what I mean? And at first it's like, what? Like, mad. But then there's other people that have been in the group longer. And I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, like, I'm sat there thinking, oh, this is fucking crazy talk like what am I listening to like never heard nobody fucking say this it's just TV stuff and I probably wouldn't watch that either do you know what I mean anyway I apologise for the sniffing but hey the show must go on isn't it um, and then somebody else who'd been on there for a while longer than me would chime in from an empathic way like raw and almost filling the gaps like yeah it must have been like when this, this, that, duh, duh, duh. and that's the processing going on, like the understanding, and that's where the connections are being built. Like when I say connections, I don't mean, I mean like he's connecting with him, the relating, even though he hasn't been through that. But then what the glue is, this is what I was getting to with the feelings and that, is they're talking about he doesn't really know how he's feeling, and then the guy who's like empathizing with him, who's been there longer than us or whatever, or got more of an understanding, will be like, oh, yeah, well, that must be like really scary and this and that's horrifying, that's horrific. Yeah, this and that. That other person that's just trying to control you and what they be getting from that control and this and that. And then once that control was broken, once you said something, when no, they didn't really say something, it's when they did something back to that person. How you took the control and how that person's just like cowering now and now they're always now that you're grown up and blah, blah, just a mad thing. And it's like, once again, it's, not thinking about it like that, how I'm thinking, like, this is mad. Like, not, it's not, that thought pattern's not going nowhere. It's not learning. It's not helping no one. Like, if someone asks me a question in a, in a test, and I thought, oh, that's mad. 
Or if I, if I did it reverse, like flipping Jeopardy or something like, what is mad? Do you want reverse engineer it into what he's just said? Because I haven't said nothing. So that means I'm not thinking nothing. Do you know what I mean? So then thinking about it, like on that pattern, what you said, like, rah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I'm just going through it in my mind, thinking, rah. Then he's piping up and then someone else is piping up and someone's trying to, you know, other new people like me or that are almost as new as me because there was a time when I was the newest in the group, obviously. And everyone's piping up. So he's been here two weeks. He's been here four weeks. He's been here four months. He's been here nine months. He's been here fucking 15 months. Like everyone's chiming up, chiming up from all different like levels and abilities. And length of times have been on the, um, they've been on the uh, TC. And they're starting to think different thinking that way do you know what I mean like raw like and then starting to understand feelings like so when someone's talking about something that I haven't actually been through when they're saying I was scared I was worried once I realised what when I was scared because I just assumed it was all adrenaline and I'm ready to go and pump so I'm like, do you know what I mean <clears throat> I started to realise like fuck you know I could access my feelings and like I've been scared. So imagine me going through that, like, because they'll be like, oh, my uncle is that, so I'd place an uncle, or I'd do this, or I'd, do you know what I mean? Did it, like, and that's where the empathy began to grow because I'm hearing how other people are linking in with this person's story. I'm starting to understand my feelings. So when they're talking about their feelings, I don't have to be in their situation to know that they're scared or the level of scared. If they were talking about how scared they was or how they weren't that scared, I'd hit my peaks in, like, my memories of what, peaked my fear or when I weren't as scared but I was scared still so I mean so then be able to like link their thought pattern <clears throat> with that situation and then my feelings give me like the cocktail of like I said being able to empathize with people and put myself in their shoes rather than just being like oh because to me like all I used to do before it's like, oh what the fuck like not like man up but like things like that like what the fuck get up fix up man you're a gangster aren't you like what the fuck like what are you talking about like we don't do this. That'd be like that's what that's what I'd be like saying. We don't do this. We don't think like that. Fuck her or fuck them. Like we don't. <laughs> Whoa, do you know what I mean? But it's to give people that strength. You're trying to give people strength. Do you know what I mean? But there's not. You're not ident not identifying. But you're not. Um, what I wasn't doing, or what we weren't doing for each other, is we weren't. Helping people process to allow them to move on and to deal with it more. They're still staying in that bubble because they're just kind of half forgetting about it and then just putting more armour on. So we're all walking around with fucking like 10, 15 fucking um, like suits of armour. Do you know what I mean? So like when you so you think this is a big person, but time to take them all off. So it's a child. It's like, whoa, where's the 50 foot fucking... And that's what you're left with because they've never been able to grow from it. And that's what allowed me to grow. So yeah, the lack of empathy. That was a big, that, this is why I'm, I always say this is why, because all of it's why, all of it's why I'm able to be who I am. Do you know what I mean? But the lack of empathy, that was a big one still. Because obviously when it comes down to my victims, like, I didn't give a shit. At the time, I didn't give a fuck. Like when I was like in prison, when I first like locked up and that, I'm thinking I'm the victim here. Like they've grasped on me. They chat shit that night. I've dealt with them matter how G does. And then they've had the audacity to grasp on me when they started it. Like, it was mad, anyway. And then being able to like look at the situation and think, right, okay. Um, understanding, like I said, that they're the victims. Who I made a victim that night, so there were them two guys um, that I physically attacked. 
then I think one went to get the bouncers or something or the bouncers have come in. So then they've seen these guys clarited up, cut to bits. Then the police probably came in, but obviously definitely an ambulance came in. So I'm creating more trauma. Like I've just gave them another, like just another little trauma marble in their fucking glass jar of what they have to see and what they have to go through and how they have to pick it up. Then obviously the cleaners, cleaning all that shit up because even if they didn't see any of it, they're just looking at the, the fucking pools of blood and everything. It's just mental. So somebody's got to clean it up, whether the bouncers or the cleaners or whatever. So there's all that. Then you'd be like, if you haven't, they'd be speculating or thinking in your mind, like, what happened? Yeah, I bet this happened. And da, 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 da. Like, so that's more trauma going through your mind. You shouldn't have to think about blood and fucking guts and this and that and reality to it. Um, it's not something we should have to think about. Do you know what I mean? We should be on a higher frequency, higher, higher, um, just on higher things, I'm building, I'm building towards. Like I was saying, if we're all mercenaries, all barbarians, and all just going off wicked and bad like we think we are, there would be no fucking cameras, there'd be no mics, there'd be no fucking anything, because we'd just be destroying everything we come across. Do you know what I mean? So you have to take our hats off to the builders of the world, the people that create and innovate and put their ideas from here onto paper, and then bring it into fruition from whether it's metal or plastic or this or that or wood. You know what I mean? And that's how we all should be. Imagine if we was all on that thing, all on the growth thing. It'd be mental. The world would be mental. But right now, we're mental and we're just going to fuck it. You know what I mean? Chatting shit, getting drunk and fucking high and, you know what I mean? Complaining about shit. Yeah, so then they go to the hospital. Then they're making victims of the nurses. Anybody else is just in the trauma thing. They're just up their tour. They're having to watch these men getting wheeled in mash up. You know what I mean? Then it's like the doctors and the surgeon or whatever they see, I don't know. Um, anesthetists. Like, it just goes on and on. Then there's their families. Do you know what I mean? Their families, mums, dads, girls, whatever, brothers, whatever's going to turn up, see more mash up. It's going to knock on to their friends at work and that if they're taking time off work, boss, and that, that is there's sickness and um, stuff going in. You know, it just goes on and on and on and understanding these, these things. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just these people that you're hurting. It expands to some way, shape or form. Like, and like I say, all of them are just getting a little marble in their fucking trauma, trauma jar. Like, you never know what might, might push somebody over, a head, uh, over the edge. Might be a kid in the A&E that's seen these people wielding first time ever. And if I didn't do that, they wouldn't have seen it that night. They might have seen it another time, but not that night. I'm the reason that child's seen that that night. Do you know what I mean? They're asking mummy, mummy, like, what, what, what's happened to these guys? Do you know what I mean? Obviously not going to know because... But that's just how it is, you know what I mean? So that's part of like, so when I say I don't want to mash people up, so much of that joke and this and that and, you know, nigga would still, hey, play with me and uh, bully. No, but on a real one, all jokes aside, that's why I don't want to or won't because there's consequences and I understand what I'm capable of. I understand what people aren't capable of because they're all mad and they think they're bad and they just do whatever and then it's, you know what I mean? So they don't even know what they're even walking into because they haven't even got these skills, these thinking skills, because these are just thinking skills. Do you know what I mean? To be able to utilise the mind to, instead of worrying about the future, something that hasn't come, instead of worrying about the past or, or being sad about the past, using that same, those same like mind strands, so like the worry, not, not, the, so not, not worry, but using the ability to see into the future, to see what consequences may come about, come from it, like, to see who I may affect do you know what I mean? The same strand of like going back into the past and instead of being like sad about it, being able to access it 
and utilize what data I've got and how I was and what I did and what someone else did. Because um, when there's like a bit of an issue like with work and I know how to deal with it now because I've just, it just clicked. Because I'm new to the game, I don't really know what to do. I thought about one of my colleagues, my man's a bad man. Not on that level. In the workplace, he's, he's sick still. Do you know what I mean? <coughs> Went had much time together, but my man knows where I go on. And I am going to adopt his thing. Because I was telling you before, it? I swear I've told you already. Um, but we chat so much, so much of this stuff to be a people. We never know when we drop it on a pod. Or we drop it on real life for my friend. Them. Hey, hello. <laughs> or if I'm at work. Colleagues and that. Anyway. So I swear I've already told you that I'll adopt somebody's mind frame. So I've got my boy now, Tom, yeah? He, I'm a, I think I'm a left brain thinker. He's the opposite to me. He's logical, step, step, step to goal. I'm starburst. I'm, I'll go here, 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 goal. Do you know what I mean? You probably can tell by the podcast. <laughs> the way the podcast went, do you know what I mean? I was chatting about this at first and then that. And then I've seen these other Sheffield man, uh, bird is the word, bit word network they're funny still i'm not sure if they're on at the moment but big up them sheffield man still check them out bit word bit word network or bird is the word it's got like a yellow like a yellow circle with like a black bird black bird in the middle uh they're good still they're funny and i didn't even realize i was like cop- it's not like i was copying them i was like responding to like one of their t- something that they I weren't responding but they said something and i didn't do what they said they did. So I'd started like, it was men- it was mental. Do you know what I mean? But that's how much it had, like influenced me in a sense in that, in the, uh, one of the early couple of pods. But um, yeah, Young Spree, I watched Young Spree's pod, really than most. And that's influenced me a lot. And I just thought, you know what? Fuck it. He's been really than real in terms of like talking about certain things and that. And he has said some profound things that I thought, rah, this man's supposed to be a madman. And how is he saying the opposite view, especially like on certain political terms where the norm, especially for a black man, is to, is to say that if you say anything else but that, it's normally from somebody else or someone that get called Uncle Tom, but he won't get called Uncle Tom or, or any kind of bounty or anything. So he, seeing one of them episodes where he dropped something, yeah, it made me think, whoa, he's on a different, he's on a similar thread, but a different wave to man. Or on a similar wave, but a different thread. So this is what it's before, you know what, this is, and it's right down to the, Suits me right down to the... So I'm going to start writing fucking scripts and shit and doing it like that. But that's not me still. I can write still. You know, I've written a few stories and that. Um, like If I do branch off and start doing some different types of pods, I might mention that stuff. I'm not too, too sure. Because this is my main bread and butter. And this is me trying to get me across. I don't think the old pods were getting me across still, but I just left them up because they're up now. Um, but these few pods that I've been doing probably since like pod 14 or 15 or something, maybe 16. Um this is where I feel like I'm getting me across where I'm, you know, I can share what I was like and, you know, half joke, touch back on it in the here and now, but then speak about how I really am and how I go forward and how I've come to, what I did to get to go forward, my understanding of things. It's not crystal clear and there'll be times where I'm going to touch back on these things because I just ad hoc, I just think, yeah, I'm just going to record, just jump on the thing and just, and that's the thing that I got off Margs and that and uh, another podcast, uh, No Behaviour podcast. He's like, I'm just always recording. He's been just like, what are you recording? He's like, more recording, bro. So I come in, I'm just recording. Like, just pick up what's going on. Like, whatever's going on, pick it up. That's it. And I thought, rah. So yeah, it'd be nice, to, you know what I mean? But anyway, yeah, forget, forget fucking going into that stuff. But yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's using the skills that we already have. 
we already have the um the ability to think about the future we have the ability to tap into the past but like I say, all we do is get sad about the past. Everyone's so fucking good at getting sad and depressed about the past. Do you know what I mean? And sticking in their traumas and not trying to do anything about it. I've seen a good thing about Kevin... Uh, is it Kevin Williams? He's passed away now. And we're talking to... He's always on women. I don't know what it's about. But it's like these women that... like What they start to call... What they call uh, delusional. Where she's like... You know, it's just some... It just looks like... From the what you can see of her on the video chat... She just looks like any old normal girl. She's got kids. She's in her fucking late 20s, early, mid, late 30s or early 40s, whatever. She's whatever age. But she just looks like a normal girl, normal person. Got kids, mediocre job. like. But yet she wants a six foot four, 200 grand a year guy. Duh, duh, duh. And it's like, and Kevin's just like, well, what, why would they go for you? Well, if they've got all of this stuff and you've got no, except like the clothes on your back and kids, what makes you... And it's, it's funny as well because people, I just don't feel like people said what they wanted out loud before. People just fall in and out relationships and it's just kind of, you surround people back then. You just didn't see everything online. So you surround people and you had to be around someone to get, to get with someone. Do you know what I mean? Pub, club, street, work, whatever like family, friend or whatever, you have to be in some kind of contact, physical contact or in a physical plane with somebody. We don't know. I feel like people see what's, what they want. People are trying to pin it down. But it's just weird. Like some of the things that people say, like it's just out and it's just like, well, what would, how would, you just don't compute. Like the, why would that be with you? Even the other way around, if it was men saying some mad stuff, like why, why, why so high? What's a, so, such a high reach? Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that's another pod. I'll speak about duties and stuff. Um, but yeah, so what he must have said, this one girl said something about, oh, a guy never something with my traumas. And basically, like a, she's got, she's traumatized from her past and guys never this and that and they're all da da da. And he's like, but what have you done for yourself? Have you been to therapy? Have when these, have... When you're feeling a certain way, are you able to control yourself and be able to not push your traumas onto that man for that man to leave? She's like, no, I ain't been to therapy and no, I can't do that. I just, he's like, well, that's on you then, isn't it? Like, and this is what I'm trying to say about you having that mindset of like you, it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to, you have to take action in your own life to move forward which I wouldn't have known because I've gone to the TC passively I've gone there passively I went there for an easy time I'm sitting in Loudoun Grange easy jail easy jail can't be long termers private prison we've got fucking all the channels we're chilling we've got bad boy TVs can plug the stick directly into the fucking the USB directly into the TV be a man I've got them things to put things on your stick and that and da 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 blessed nice bare sticks like it's nice don't really have phones in there <coughs> there's a screw called the phone jacker man I come through and take your phone you know I'm just gonna wrap this up now anyway and anyway so there was a guy that's already been there he told me what to write a guy's giving me his form for me to write what I need to write and he didn't even get to go the lifer who told me what to write he wasn't bothered the guy gave me his form for the lifer to help me to write on it he got shipped out fucking cat here um, I put it in then he said I was gonna go my bedroom was supposed to go I think Ruben, he didn't want to go. So I just went and that was it. But it was the best thing to happen to me. 
And then them two guys come and sat next to me. And then there's like, oh, when are you going to start doing therapy? And this and that. And I'm thinking, oh, first, I think I've kicked off about this, about them sitting there. Why are you making me, like, turn my head like I'm some dickhead? Do you know what I mean? But it was the kick up the arse that I needed. Because I'm like, oh, it'll kick in when it kicks in. It'll start when it starts. But it doesn't start when it starts. It's not a passive thing. It doesn't just... That's like never picking up a book to learn fucking algebra and thinking you're going to learn algebra. You have to open the book, get your pen, write some stuff down, understand the formulas, work it out, start it again, hand it in, get it wrong, bring it back, let them see where you got it wrong, do it over again. It's all active. It's active learning. And I took it fucking serious. Serious. But yeah, I'm not special, like I said before. You can change your life. You just have to stop being passive and hoping that it happens with the pills if you're not really a pill person, like, you're not severe like that, just fuck the pills, like, do you know what I mean? Just hoping that it happens, do you know what I mean? But it's, oh, gosh. I need to stop talking about that, something that's going down that route, but it just really gets me, because you guys have got it, man. You've got it to be whoever you want to be. Like I say, we can be creators of this world and to do whatever we need to do, do you know what I mean? Just get rid of all that negativity. negativity. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to end this one here. That's how I got my, what well, unlocked my empathy, and how I stop being callous. Marcus, Deacon Kill Lifestyle Podcast. Peace.